Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. All right, you guys are in for a treat. I'm excited. Here we go. So... Welcome back. I'm Leah, and I am joined by Bonnie and Katie and Lisa talking about our one cool revolutionary gal. So Bonnie already talked about Benazar Bhutto, and Lisa already talked about uh, Dutch assassins, and Katie already talked about Rosa Luxemburg. But before we dive back in, I'm going to tell you what's on the Gal's Guide calendar. Hooray! <laughs> Because this is a new feature. Spell it, sister. All right, here we go. So, week four, for the week of January 24th through the 31st, we have three awesome events. On Tuesday, January 25th, we are continuing our partnership with the Women in Noblesville for a quarterly book club. We are focusing on mentorship this year. So, our first book will be Mentoring Lifts and Inspires by Trisha Beck. We will meet at Nickel Plate Arts at 5.30. Our own Katie Harris. Yay! will be leading Katie. the lovely discussion exactly <laughs> you can register for this discussion at noblesvillechamber.com it is free to attend but it is done through the chamber so register there on thursday january 27th just a few days later the gals guide book club meets to talk about the time of butterflies in the time sorry in the time of butterflies mm. by julia alvarez uh this is also led by our wonderful katie Harris. Yay! If you would like to sign up for either this month's book club or get ready for next month, in other words, if this is too short a notice for you, <laughs> sign up and register at galsguide.org. It is free to attend, and Katie has some awesome book picks. So we're very excited about this year. Uh, for our next event, people might not know that Gals Guide actually has their very own Girl Scout patch. That's right! Exactly! So scouts can actually earn a really cool patch for doing a really fun women's history activity. Uh, Well, we've had a few grown-ass women say, how do I get a patch? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I want one too. So our very own Lisa Cardona is going to lead a wonderful workshop where you can earn your own patch, right? It's too fun. It's going to be really fun. Too freaking fun. Exactly. So this one is $5, but you get the patch Mm -hmm. and all all the supplies and various activities are included to earn your patch for that particular day. And the yep. glory. And the glory. That's right. And Fortune glory. glory, kid. Yes. So it is this Saturday at 1.30. More info is at galsguide.org. And I'm also going to add out uh, a special shout out because next week we're actually off. There are five Mondays in the month of January. We have four microphones and four guests. So so we will be off next week. However, I'm going to tell you uh, that we have first Friday uh, following the next week. And we are going to have a display for Black History Month. So that is going to be the start of Black History Month for us. Uh, We are also getting ready for Galentine's Day. So check out the galsguide.org website for all calendar updates and to register for our Galentine's brunch. Waffles. With waffles and mimosas. It's gonna be awesome. It's not brunch without mimosas. (laughs) Exactly. It's gonna be great. (laughs) So yes, so now that leads me to my rando question. 
which will somewhat tie into my wonderful lady. And my question that I want to get to know more about you lovely ladies is, if you could 100% show up for one of these revolutionary events, what would it be? And I'm looking for my list. Oh my God. <laughs> my list is... French Revolution. Thank you. Oh my God, it's right there. American Revolution. Yes, exactly. Okay, so French Revolution, American <laughs> Revolution. Thank you. The 1970s Women's Revolution. The Chinese Cultural Revolution. I'm buying you all time. The Russian Revolution. Uh, the Rock and Roll Revolution, which is said to be stopped by Elvis Presley. But don't get me started on Sister, Sister. Rosetta Tharp. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the British Invasion, or I don't know, the Star Wars <laughs> Rebellion <laughs> Against the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> so which one, if you had a TARDIS, a time machine, a time turner, whatever you would have, which one would you 100% be there for? Dun, dun. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy you enough time with that list. No. <laughs> I would have been all about the British invasion. I was British there invasion. for the women's revolution, but I would have been all over that British invasion. Right, exactly. Because you got I the mean, Rolling Stones, you got the Beatles, exactly, you got the Who. Yeah. Exactly. They were mm-hmm. so awesome. Yes, exactly. It'd be cool. I mean, the screaming alone. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and I was a young kid, and I thought it was way cool. So what the hell? And do you I could know? scream with the rest of them. I was good at screaming. <laughs> I like that logic. <laughs> what Can about I you, add ladies? Something to this? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. one okay. That oh, was just to. That was to start the thinking. Yes. You know, I'm like a very shades of gray kind of person. Okay. So. If I want to join a revolution, I yeah. think I'd be like very black and white about it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to join the civil rights movement. Ooh, that's a good oh, one. Good yes. one. Yes. There you go. March on Washington. Yes, Absolutely. exactly. Yeah. Montgomery boycott, uh, the bus boycott. Cut. Yeah, there you go. It. The Selma That'd March. Be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah, the Selma March. Yeah. Very nice. I like it. That would be very very cool. Bonnie, what would you do? Where would your protest uh, signs be at? Well, I feel I feel like since so much suffrage has been in my brain the yeah. last few years, like I would have to go with suffrage, right? But I also very much want to be like Firefly because Wild West true. and space. Yeah, no, this is true. Like Star Wars is too much of things exploding in it is. space. Yes. But Firefly is just kind of like space transportation. <laughs> I love yeah, like Firefly. Bus. I'm with right. you, Bonnie. I like how they swear in Chinese. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm with you, Bonnie. That was I a great see series. See? All right. There you go. So you would be totally protest on the, the serenity. Yeah. See? Awesome. Okay. That leaves to me. I, I'm i 100% in the Star Wars. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I love every rebellion, but there's something about the idea of, especially General Leia Organa. Right. I just finished reading uh, Leia by Claudia Gray, and it's all about her start at 16. Um, of claiming her princess throne and what she had to go through and realizing politics. And I'm like, oh my God, I hate politics, but I love it when it's Leia. <laughs> so if she can make me like love politics and want to fight against the empire, yeah. I guess I got to 100% go. show up to make the Death Star blow up. Yep, yep. <laughs> so yes, exactly. So in that spirit of rebellion, I have for you... A revolutionary 
who is a treasured Colombian lady who spied on the Spanish and was executed for high treason. Hmm. Wait a second. Whoa. So all of our ladies were executed? Yeah, but well, that's I, revolution. I a couple of your ladies. A couple of mine yeah. made it. Two of a couple of mine made it. Two out of three. Two out of three. Uh, dang. No wonder I'm not a revolutionary. <laughs> it is very hard again, to be a revolutionary. Again, how can you identify a pilgrim? They're the ones with the arrows in their back. Oh, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So I'm not marrying the lead. She totally, she totally died of high treason, but she dies in the most spectacular way that makes the whole journey totally worth it. So I'm going to talk about Polycarpa Savaretta, who is known as La Pola. So if you remember nothing from that long Colombian beautiful name, La Pola. La Pola is what she is famous by. So born in around 1790 in Colombia, and I say about because the girl was so good at being a spy, no one can find her birth certificate. Oh, that's good. <laughs> right? So she's like deep undercover before uh-huh. she's even freaking born. Did they even... They did. And she was born of kind of a middle class family. She had a very big house, um, which is now a museum. So she did have some money. She would have had a, a birth certificate. We have them in standard in America to like... 1920 or something. Right. Well, well like we're also relatively. Bible and that yes. Kind of stuff. We're also a relatively new country. Down, right? Yeah. 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 is Trails. an older, older country. And uh, at this particular point run by Spain. So you've got the old Spanish ways and Spanish government mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, um, but the other thing though is we're not a hundred percent on her name. That's why La Pola works very well. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of a nom de guerre? <laughs> it is, but it's also off of Polycarpa. So Pola mm-hmm. and Polycarpa, that sort of thing. But in her father's will, it, uh, she is designated as Apollonia, which if you're a Prince fan, oh. like me, Apollonia. Um, sorry, but Apollonia was her name in her father's well. So more than likely, that was her birth name. Uh, but her fellow revolutionaries also called her Gregordita. So you know what I mean? She had multiple names. She was a spy. Huh. She had multiple names. Um, but when the armed guards came trying to find her, they were looking for Polycarpa. They were looking for La Pola. So that is mostly what she is remembered at. So I'm throwing tons of names at you mm-hmm. right at the start. But La Pola is the important La one. La Pola. Uh, so her early life, she lived in a relatively big house in Guadua. I love saying Guadua. Exactly. Gua so Guadua. That's almost as good as Mississinawa. I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's now a museum, so you could actually go to Guadua <laughs> and visit. Uh, her family moved to Bogota, which you probably heard of as well. Um, not too soon after they arrived in Bogota, though, was the 1802 smallpox epidemic. Oh, no. <laughs> Oops. And because we're kind of still-ish in the middle of an epidemic, we kind of like relate a little bit. Um, however, the smallpox epidemic killed her father. It killed her mother. It killed one of her sisters and one of her brothers. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, because we can kind of. Orphan. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. no, not to fear. She still had six more siblings. Oh. <laughs> she did well. not have a mother and father, but she did have okay. six more brothers and sisters. Okay. But the rest of them split up, though. Because, I mean, it was very much like, we got to get the hell out of here. You know, we don't have mom and dad to kind of like tie us together sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So they split up. So some of them joined religious orders. Some of them became monks. Some of them went to work on farms. And some of them went uh, to work as a seamstress. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, La Pola went back to Gudawadua. I love it. Uh, and she went with a handful of families that included two of her sisters, her godmother, and also her aunt. So she kind of oh. did have like family. family. Yes, family. exactly. So she had family around her. So Guadua is a crossroads of sorts. Okay. Um, many people came through going to Bogota or going to the Mandala. I think it's Magdalena, the Magdalena mm-hmm. River. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a seaport through the Caribbean area sort of thing. Uh, we don't know what made La Pola become involved in the revolution against the Spanish royalists, but she was definitely in the right place at the right time because of her location. So here's an ever so quick like uh, qui- uh, history of the time. And this is by girlspring.com. I want to make sure I give them absolute credit for this. It says, quote, it is important to understand Colombia and Spain's political climate at the time. So in the early 1500s, like way early before La Pola, mm-hmm. the King of Spain, Charles I, was sending soldiers and fleets into Colombia to establish colonies for a better trade. Mm-hmm. Yay, money and slavery. Mm-hmm. By the 1800s, <laughs> We had Ferdinand VII as king, and his trade routes with Colombia were, like, even richer. So, really, it's a money-hungry city for people who don't freaking live there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, people all over the world started going to the small portside colonies in Colombia. They were spreading this word of freedom and how American colonies, because we're talking 1776, 1880s, we're now starting to question their own forms of government. So yay, Alexander Hamilton and freaking, you know what I mean, George Washington. They started spreading the ideas to Columbia that we could mm-hmm. also kind of revolutionary. So uh, all over the South and North America, they began to create Juanta, which is a group of people who would govern themselves. Kind of like a coup d'etat, but also kind of like gorilla with a U. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So little pockets of resistance. So now we're at La Pola's time and we're at 1801 and freaking Napoleon comes in. Okay. I remember little mm-hmm. tiny Napoleon man. All right. So Napoleon imprisoned Ferdinand in France and opponent his brother, Joseph Bonaparte, uh, as king of Spain. Okay, this gave the people of Colombia a reason to fight for independence because no one liked Napoleon and no one liked his little brother. (laughs) And and chances are the little brother couldn't successfully squash it. Correct. The little brother sucked in many, many ways. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yes. So the Juantas of Seville assorted themselves a new government because they're like, screw this whole little Napoleon's little brother thing. We're totally going to rule for our own. So they gained they gained the following by telling people they were on behalf of Ferdinand um, until he was back on the throne. So they basically kind of like pitted the two against each other. So back to Lapola. She didn't like Spain. She sure in hell didn't like Napoleon's little brother, like being, oh, here, why don't you take this little area that nobody cares about kind of pitting sort of thing. So she would listen in on conversations that came through town. She would suspect, uh, no one would suspect her because she was like 16 and a seamstress. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She was kind of, if you're a Hamilton fan, the Hercules Mulligan (laughs) as a tailor who would sell secrets and stuff like that. Um, So she got in with Andrea Ricorde de Lozano, who ran a spy network out of her home by getting seamstresses into rich family houses. Um, Andrea educated La Pola on espionage 
espionage, gave her papers to prove her connection and her association with the revolution, and got her jobs as a seamstress in Spanish higher-ups, like the viceroys and the royals and all that kind of good stuff. No one thinks of a teenager, right, Lisa? (laughs) Never suspect the teenagers. It's the teenagers. So... Working at the home of aristocrats, Lapola would flirt, she would overhear conversations, she would collect maps, she would learn the major players, and she would hand up all the information over to the gorillas. Again, gorillas with a U. I just like saying it. <laughs> um, so she supported the, re- the rebellion also by making alcohol. Cheers. I love it. I'm with her. Exactly. Uh, she sold gorilla uniforms. She supplied guns. And, and that's, she, again, gorilla with a U. Gorilla with a U. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And she even got a few young men who work for the Spanish royals to join the resistance. Oh, she was a recruiter. She was a recruiter. It was lovely. Uh, she supported the rebellion um, and, like, many other women who were also kind of... Uh, On the download as a seamstress, but she was eventually found out. (gasps) So when the royals came to Andrea's house, who is the lady who basically kind of like trained her and got her ready for this world, Andrea distracted the police officers while Lopola burned maps and documents that could lead her and them to the rebel camp. So she burned all the information uh, right before she was captured. Lapola was found guilty. I mean, within like a couple of days. Like, you know what I mean? She was guilty yeah, the there wasn't moment. A trial. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The moment that she was like, you know, they were already sentencing her. But she was sentenced to execution by firing squad. Mm. All right. She refused to wear a prison uniform. <laughs> That was her first sex of protest. She was dragged into the Boulevard Square, the town square, to be made an example of in front of the entire town. She was told to repeat the prayers of the two priests who were on either side of her, escorting her through the square, of course, as repentance, and so she could go to heaven. And instead, what she decided to do was curse the Spanish government the entire way oh, through nice. the procession. You know, I always thought if I were on death yes. row, I would go kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. And this is what she did. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She insisted that the Spanish were going to lose the upcoming revolution. She She was calling them all out by name. At one point during the march, she was yelling so much that her voice got harsh or a horse. And one of the guards offered her wine to quench her throat. (laughs) And she threw it back at his face and said, quote, I will not even accept a glass of water from my enemies. And continued yelling at them. That was hardcore. (laughs) Very hardcore. Um, There's another story where the soldiers were playing the death march on drums as she's walking through the square. And they were told to drum louder because she was yelling so much. (laughs) Right. Drowned her out. Exactly. Right. So as she arrived at the scaffolding to be executed by firing squad, she was told to turn her back. Because that was meaning she was a traitor and she turned her back to Spain. And so she had to die like a traitor with shots mm-hmm. to her back. She was also told to kneel on her knees as a form of bowing down to Spain. She refused to turn her back. She refused to kneel. 
Uh, she shouted before her death, indolent people, how different your fate would be if you would know the price of freedom. But it's not too late. See that although I am young and a woman, I have enough courage to suffer this death and a thousand more deaths. Do not forget this example. Mm. So they forced her to turn around with her back to the firing squad. When the shooting started, she turned around and faced the firing squad eye to eye to eye of every Mm -hmm. single one of them as she died. She was 21 years old when she was shot down by a firing squad. Right? They all were convinced they were cursed. Yes, exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she is now... Considered the heroine of independence for Colombia. And November 8th is known as the Day of the Colombian Woman, which is her. Oh, my God. So November 8th is the Day of the Colombian Woman. It is celebrated in La Pola's honor. She's also on the money. Like, they have not forgotten about how rebellious she was to the very end. So she was a seamstress who shared information but decided, you know, screw y'all. I'm going down with a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that is Lapola, the lady of many <laughs> names. <clears throat> but I freaking love her to death. <laughs> that is awesome. Exactly. So, yeah. So revolutionary ladies. Do you have any questions about Lapola? <laughs> I wonder if her, imi- if her image is the one that's actually on the money there's a couple of paintings of her because she was middle class Uh there is actually a painting of her i think on the money she has a crown she never had a crown (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like the the money makes her seem a little bit more regal than she was but you know that's marketing for you um there is a couple of paintings of her that i believe were done in her lifetime because her family did have some kind of money Mm -hmm. before before they died of smallpox Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah yeah um, she was a very connected family. And also, she was very sociable, too. Like, she, this is how she got to know all these secrets is kind of being plugged into around the town. Nobody uh-huh. su- suspected a teenager. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. So it was kind of nice. But I'll put the painting in the, the show mm-hmm. notes sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, I wouldn't mess with her. <laughs> and she refused to wear the prison uniform. Yep. Did she just wear whatever they arrested her in? She, they described what she wore. I believe somebody wrote about it, but she wore like um, uh, a dress and a blouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they, I read one story that they burned her at the stake. And I'm like, no, no, it's very clear that she died by firing squad. And that's also very true for the time. Uh, but somebody was saying the rebelliousness of wearing a big, broad skirt with being burned at the stake was more political and more showy. But I'm like, but she wasn't burned at the stake. She wasn't a witch. (laughs) (laughs) She was a revolutionary. And so therefore, a gunfire. (laughs) I was waiting for you to say she just walked out naked. I know, right? (laughs) Exactly. No, no, no. I mean, Paul the Lady Godiva. That would be amazing. Uh, But no, as far as I know, she was just kind of wearing the clothes that she was arrested in sort of thing. So... Uh, but yeah, when she got arrested, she was like, nope, mm-hmm. <laughs> not having this whatsoever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I also don't understand how they like make her turn around. What are you going to do? I know. Shoot me? Right. Exactly. Right. Yes. What's the right. consequence of this? <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of like, turn around, turn around. Step back, step back. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not going to hold her. Right. they might get shot. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, I mean, she had plenty of time to be like, I'm just going to turn around again. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they're relying on people being so scared to death, literally, um, you know, to do anything to make any kind of stance that nobody would. Uh, but she's like, yeah. I ain't having this. <laughs> Good for right. her. Exactly. So, and Colombia eventually got its independence from Spain. Yay. But freaking Napoleon <laughs> and his brother. <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole nother thing. I'm still trying to understand the Napoleonic Wars, and I I don't have the I, brain I capacity not know for it. That yeah, about his brother. Once I started getting, I'm like going, okay, all right, I could study. It was a rabbit hole I could go down, but I was just like, oh man, no, it's Napoleon. I yeah. know it's a whole. Th- Until I have another lady in like the French Revolution, right. am I really going to go down that rabbit hole? Right. Uh, so I learned the Colombian side with his brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's Napoleon, he loses, it's over. Exactly, yes. Well, I mean, uh, what I did read is that after La Pola dies, um, Napoleon got so mad and embarrassed for his brother that he sent hundreds of thousands of troops to the area to wipe them all out. Mm -hmm. That did not work eventually. (laughs) But it took some time. So there was uh, retribution. La Pola was a form of retribution against um napoleon losing face basically but uh-huh. at the end of the day spain lost their control over colombia so uh-huh. hence why she's on the money <laughs> uh-huh. dead but on the money correct <laughs> dead at 21 but on the money <laughs> i don't think anything i would have done at 21 would have got me on money let me just put it that way so okay. yes definitely not <laughs> not for me sweet all right you want me to wrap us up for the month Please no, no, do. No, no, 2022. I know. Our Woo-woo. first of the year. It's absolutely amazing. So that wraps us up for Revolutionary Gals Month. Next month, we are shining a spotlight and celebrating the amazing women of Black history. We hope to see you soon at the Gals Guide Library, and we thank you so much for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.